so. Wow, it's very artistic of you. Intro. I don't know if you'll be able to hear that. Cheers, Jimmy. Oh, hold on. We got to shake that up a little. We starting? Yeah. Get it. Ready? You want to start the show? Well, the cheers is starting the show. No, it's not. Okay. We're going to cheers now. Okay. Hmm. Oh, that was a chunky one. Turmeric. Oof. It's like. Feels like sand going down my throat. Mm. It's good for you though. Um. Whoo! Yes. Welcome to Lisa Beats Your There Meat. you go. That's what I was waiting for. That's the official start. Episode 100, right? 100 even. Yep. We're in the uh, the triple digits. Yeah, it's one. It's 100.2. Right. We already did this podcast um like last week. Yeah, we can go today. But we... No, it was two weeks ago, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Man. Can you remember? Even the people hanging. Anyways, um, but we couldn't put it out because it was just... It was, it was, I was really drunk. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that was the problem, but... I think that was the problem. It was, it was pretty inappropriate towards the end. We talked about plow pose. <laughs> wow. Like yoga. The yoga pose, plow pose for like... 15 minutes and it just went it went sideways anyways <laughs> literally you know oh, wow get it yeah well anyways we're back for episode 100 yeah and we just did shots of turmeric and i think we've talked about this before don't get me wrong i'm not not drinking that would be so silly <laughs> that's why um, we've been gone for so long <laughs> no i just i think i've talked about this but i have found like a a little a little like one of my favorite things is turmeric and it helps you not be hungover it's not even that anymore yeah i, mean, I don't think still, that's really why i do it it's just you still it's have a, it when you're not drinking yeah it's an anti-inflammatory obviously turmeric is an anti-inflammatory and i mix it with lemon and then put some ginger in there and black pepper and it just it doesn't necessarily taste good tell you that but it it makes it feel it feels good. Yeah, it grows on you. It First, goes down, and you're like, "This is doing something good for my body." Your body thanks you. It's like a zing, you know. Yeah. What is in it besides just the turmeric? Just a lemon, turmeric, black pepper, and then um, uh, ginger, ground ginger, all stuff that's at like your Podunkville grocery store. What were you? You could get it anywhere. Well, I. I just poured the lemon, um, I cut the lemon, and then the seeds got all in there, so I had to drain out oh, the seeds. Oh, it's just for the seeds, I was going to say. Mm-hmm. But I also am drinking, well, I have a multitude of drinks going on here, um, Four Roses Bourbon, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, and it's delish. It's a fave, yeah. It's... Did you put, I didn't want, I'm sorry. What? I don't want to argue with you. But you, you wanted it neat? You put ice cubes in it. Yeah, you want to just neat. I told you with four roses specifically, it waters it down. Oh, we'll take them out. I think I will. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on, I have to get a spoon. You can use your dirty fingers. <laughs> exactly, so just use them. Um, so episode 100, um, we're going to catch you up on everything we've been doing for the last 100 days that we've been gone. Just kidding. Um, but... No, there's no there's no recap. I mean, we always do this. We come and go, and that's just life, okay? We we ebb and we flow, and things go on, and we're here right now, and we're going to make the most of what we got right now, right? Yeah, it hasn't been that long, right? I think it's been pretty long. We don't need to look it up, but I think it's been <laughs> rather long. I just wanted to see what our last episode was. This seems like something you should have looked up before. Well, we're not going to continue it. but Well, I can talk about food yeah, talk while food. you're looking that up. Hold on, someone's crying. I think it's that. Yeah, our last one was uh, about Bob being short. But oh, anyways. was it? <laughs> yeah. He still yeah. is. He's fine. Um, anyways, let's talk about some food. Yeah, so, did you think about this? Uh, not until like this very moment, but last night and then again tonight because you 
were gone for dinner. I made sushi bowls, and I thought those were pretty top-notch. And I actually have a couple tips. Okay. So, one, I use sushi rice, which I don't think it's like the healthiest of rice, but it is so damn good. Sushi it's, rice it's is a different like, kind of rice. It is. It's short. So, like, as it goes for rices, you got your, you know, your basmatis, your... I don't know how to pronounce that one for uh, risotto. Arrito, arrito. I don't know. <laughs> White, Not. brown. Yeah, but purple. Sushi rice is a very short grain, and it gets very sticky. And so, one, obviously, when you're making rice, you want to drain the rice a couple times. It really does make a difference. You want to get like as much starch out as you can. So, put your rice in your pot. Fill it with water, strain all the water out. Do that, like, honestly, like a billion times. Wow. Um, no, like, I don't know, like seven or eight times. And then cook your rice. And um, I've gotten better about cooking rice. I was, like, really bad about it in, like, previous years. How can years. you screw up rice? Just, like, Undercook you, the, it? the fluffiness of it. The It's the texture, but, like, I just don't like it if it's so much more. Overcooked. Yeah. Well, sometimes when it's like goo. Yeah. Yeah. That's no good. That's too glutinous. There's too much starch in that. Yeah. Yeah. There actually is like a lot to do with rice. But um, regardless of that, I took. So the rice was done, you know, like fluff it up a little bit with a fork. And then when it was still hot, like on the stove, take um, like eh, like a tablespoon, maybe like two tablespoons, depending on how much rice you made. Of a vinegar, you can use apple cider vinegar. I use red wine vinegar just because, like, I that's my favorite type of vinegar. That's a really bizarre thing. That like, do you have a favorite <laughs> type of vinegar? No. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I do like that on uh, avocado toast. Red wine vinegar. That's what you put on. I there, right? that's what I put in guacamole too, and I literally Is that the pref- secret. I prefer it to lime juice. Huh. I just think red wine vinegar is so much sweeter than other uh, vinegars, okay. <laughs> except obviously balsamic, you, uh, you know. It's just sugar. No, but yeah, balsamic <laughs> will get really sugary. But anyways, ba- um, red wine vinegar, like a couple tablespoons, and then sh- like uh, a tablespoon, like a full tablespoon of salt, and then a full tablespoon, or I'm sorry, teaspoon of salt, and then like a tablespoon of sugar, like just plain white sugar, probably not the best advocate for health, but um, mix that up and then pour it in the rice. And it just gave the rice this little little edge. Huh, interesting. You wouldn't even know. <laughs> but anyways, my sushi bowl. So it was the sushi rice, and then I fried up some tofu. But honestly, you could use, like, whatever. Like, you know, roast some sweet potatoes. Like, whatever you want in your sushi you put in this bowl but like some of the components that you can't skimp on one nori paper is the sushi paper that like green yeah i was wondering so flaky stuff you just threw some in there yeah like a salad kind of yeah like i just as like, a bowl yeah i just ripped it up and put it in there and then the sriracha mayo oh. like that was you could put that on a shoe and I'd eat it, you know. But it's just it's basic. It's sriracha, a vegan mayo, again some sort of vinegar. I used rice wine vinegar in that because um, it was like an Asian flair. And then I put some soy sauce, but you didn't have to. You could put some sesame oil in it if you were feeling so you know inclined. And then um, that was the sauce. And the, I don't know. I put like peanuts. And tomatoes. Ooh, and pickled cabbage. That yes, was a fun that treat. That was nice. Yeah. The um, onions. Red onions. Obviously onions. And um Oh, I put pomegranate seeds. Oh, jeez. Which man. I usually don't put in sushi. Beacon of health. But it was just it was <laughs> I love like on a salad or something savory to have that like pop of something sweetness. And pomegranate seeds just you can't go wrong. You gotta like to cook. When yeah. you are like, I'm going to make something real quick. And I'm like, all right. And then I look over and there's 15 mm-hmm. different bottles of stuff on the counter. Mm-hmm. It's just like I would never oh, do too that. Too much for you? Yeah. I feel bad for people trying to be vegan that they don't have don't that. like to cook. Yeah. I would never do that. 
Yeah. Well, but then on the contrary, so you had this sushi bowl that I'm talking about. Yeah. And keep in mind, it was it was two thirds rice and toppings and one third the, the sriracha mayo. Like yeah. that's my ratios. <laughs> um, so, but uh, you had good. that for lunch. And so I was like, I'm not going to like make that for lunch today. Yeah. So I made you that chicken sandwich. That was basic. That was like first grade type cooking that anyone yeah, that's could do. What, that's what I do on my own. But that's frozen chicken, right? Yeah, it's not. It's not the super healthiest. Yeah. But it was that uh, Gardein makes like a, like a, I don't know. It's like a really nice chicken. It's, yeah, I'd it's like different. To give- it's not just like a chicken patty. It's like a real piece of chicken. I don't know. It's I'd crazy. like to give that to somebody who would eat a chicken sandwich. Like from a restaurant. Do they even yeah. do that anywhere? Chicken sandwiches? <laughs> Back in my day, you know, when I was a cook and when I yeah, ate at restaurants, sandwiches. I would always go for a chicken sandwich. It's just the I way have, I had it today. But I have no experience. I have, I have zero things to well, like, seems, discuss about that. It seems quite similar. Yeah. Like a classy chicken, not a, like yeah, you said, not a, a chicken patty. Which it was a chicken patty, but stuff. it was like an elevated chicken patty, a slice of vegan American cheese. Again, not super healthy. A bun, some lettuce, tomato, or lettuce and onion, and then mayo. Yeah, you know? I, I could whip that up on my own. Right, and it was good and delish. And for sure. Again, probably not the healthiest thing, but you had pomegranate seeds in this whole mess for lunch, so you were, yeah. it's about balance. Yeah, and if I was on my own, I mean, you know, when I feed myself, been, ev- everywhere now has cauliflower wings. Yeah. <laughs> if you like chicken wings, which are my favorite food, and you can't get them anymore because you're vegan. Everyone now has cauliflower wings. I don't seems think, like. I don't think they're the same. Some people do good cauliflower wings and some people don't. Well, Buffalo Wild Wings, which is that a Midwest thing? I think Beat it ups? is. Yeah. I don't think that's everywhere. But places like that, like a sports bar type place. We have two here in Columbus, Ohio, that Roosters. And there's a lot of those around, too. Mm-hmm. But they both just thick batter breaded cauliflower to the point where you probably wouldn't even Should know. Should they're vegan? Uh, I don't know why they wouldn't be. Because sometimes when they're breaded. In the, in the batter, maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I mean. Yeah, don't let us know. I could ask. Um, it's just hot sauce is good, and that's the thing that it grabs onto, like a wing. The Yeah, okay. Yeah. They just need to make. That's exciting for you. All these places need to make vegan like uh, toppings and sides, like even the Whopper, you know, you can't get vegan mayo or you go out and get these wings. There's no vegan ranch or vegan blue cheese or, you know, I that, Dunkin Donuts makes a sausage breakfast sandwich sub or uh, Starbucks makes one now, too. Yeah. Let's just count our blessings as we have. You know? I, I mean, I appreciate it, but it's just weird to be like, here's just here's some vegan meat. You're a snob in, mm-hmm. you That's know, with, with you cheese are. on it. Mm hmm. Anyways, so I'm going to veer from your, your elitist, I'm just to, I'm just to help your elitist the, conversation. To help the bachelors out there that are trying to feed themselves. Um, my last tip of food is, so I saw this done with eggs, but we did it with just egg and tortilla. And it was, it's like a new staple in my household. So um, <laughs> if you... They took like two scrambled eggs and put it in the pan and then put toppings on top of it and then put the tortilla on top of those toppings. You have to use like a nonstick pan, but then put that. Max calling you. So, yeah, I don't know where I was in that spiel. You might have to like start that one over, but. um, (laughs) Your fake egg tortilla thing. Just egg. Just egg. Yeah. Yeah. Fake egg. So. I took like, I'd say like one third of the just egg. You put it in a nonstick pan. I would definitely put some butter down ahead of time, even though, again, I just, everything I, everything I say that's unhealthy, I just hear my mother in my head being like, you shouldn't eat butter. Like, it just really. It's fine. But. um, Vegan butter, obviously. Put some butter down, put the just egg down, and then put your toppings on top of that. So we've done, we. I've done all like all sorts of toppings, but we have, you know, sausage, a cheese again is a uh, a staple in this. I did like uh, red 
what's that called? Sun-dried tomatoes, mm-hmm. capers, onions. Um, I don't know what else I've done. It can just be the fake egg and cheese. Yeah, just but like whatevs, you know? You put that on top. Then you put your tortilla on top. And then since it's a nonstick pan, you can kind of like scoot it around a little bit, wedge your spatula underneath it, flip it over, take that bad boy off the heat, roll it up like a burrito. Life changing. (laughs) They're good. It's so good. good. It's so good. And it's so like I used to make breakfast burritos every time we travel we traveled a lot, so like I was making those all the time, and they were a little messy, you know. Yeah, this is. And these are not messy. That's what's so fun about it. Speaking Breakfast, of messy, lunch, dinner—you can eat it whenever. <laughs> we're gonna talk about poop today. Just yeah, kidding. but you did make those for dinner. breakfast or dinner, and yeah. then I had one for breakfast, and maybe even for lunch. I had like a mm. lot of fake egg the other day. No, well, so I made good, them though. on Monday night. Tuesday night you didn't or Tuesday morning you did not have it. No, oh, okay. I'll be I'll be I'll political like your ass and fact check that <laughs> shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but just eggs getting cheaper too, isn't it? It is. It's like three ninety nine. For a whole tube? Yeah, it used to be seven ninety nine. I mean a dozen eggs is what, three ninety nine. But you ain't getting that much egg out of it. No. But what's it matter, you know? Hey, it's it's for the chickens. <laughs> This is like a real person. <laughs> this is a real personal um, conversation. Shouldn't be recorded, but I was talking with someone who birthed me, and um, <laughs> yeah, narrow it down. I was like, I was talking about schooling, and I was like, you know, I want to send my kids to a, a private school for school because the public schools are not going to cut it. You are just riling her up. I really am. I feel kind of <laughs> bad. And she was like, "Why wouldn't you just save your money and then like send them to like a nice high school?" Or I was, and I I made some like, well, what is the, what's the good of money if I'm, I'm not like using it on things that I want? And she was like, you and Jimmy could go on like a trip or something. And I was like, no, that's not what I want to use my money on. Like, she just was like, what? You're going to watch like, our kids? It. No. <laughs> and kidding. then when we were getting in the car. But no, I mean, it's. Hold on. When we were getting in the car, there was a bumper sticker that said cats not kids and she like she was like ah that's funny and i was like it's too late you already had them i'm sitting right here (laughs) she's like oh too bad can't regret me in front of me (laughs) it's like i'm right here Uh, anyhow let's talk about poop she means well she does um but yeah poop is the topic i mean I just wanted to, we don't have to go into it. I just wanted to tease it in case people thought this was just a recipe show. You know, this is episode 100. We've been gone for a while. People might be tuning in for the first time. Okay. Well, let's talk about poop. Just kidding. Go back to episode. No. <laughs> just kidding. Like 20. I never like referencing past episodes. I don't like referencing like my failures. I don't like talking about the time that it, it's been off. No, no. I'm just saying we've had some. Makes me feel bad Some kick ass episodes. I'm saying. I feel like, like all of them are equally horrible and no one should be watching or listening. Wow, you really have a low morale. <laughs> we, we got an email today from a, a beater. Yeah, it made me, I had heart palpitations. We couldn't even open it. Yeah. Um, I'd reference them, but I, I should have asked them if they wanted to be referenced. But a beater emailed us and was like, hey, when yeah. are you guys coming back? It's been a while since you had a show. And, I just uh, think I said this before. We appreciate that. I do. It just, the fact that someone is invested in what I do is just, it's just makes good, me. It's a pastime for us. And I think it's a pastime for people who listen to it. Yeah. We are podcast junkies. We listen to so many podcasts. Yeah. So if you find one you like, and then it just. I listened to a bunch today while I was yeah. doing my yard work. It just stops. You, I listened like, to this one. More. Listen about this. Sorry, this is really not appropriate. But I was no. listening to this one where this guy got amnesia. First of all, I only listen to crime crime podcasts. <laughs> yeah. But this guy got amnesia and he woke up at a mall. His thumb was like bitten off or something. Something crazy. And he couldn't figure out who he was. He went. It was in Cincinnati. And he went to the Cincinnati hospital hmm. and they were like, you know, trying to solve the issue and they, they stitched up his thumb or whatevs. And they, he was there for like a couple weeks, could not figure it out, could not figure it out. They did a news story about him. His teacher, his old teacher, like recognized who he was. 
she comes in she was like there you are he figured out who he, like in the in the show you know like the news story he was yeah. like he was like oh my name's you know so and so seeing his teacher or mm-hmm. wow and then he was like cut cut the news like i don't want to do this anymore got all freaked out and what happened was he raped someone and fled the scene and then that rape caused him to have him to have amnesia holy shit i knew it was a real good one wow so he like instantly traumatized he traumatized like himself himself and obviously a victim i'm sure but yeah but wow i know isn't that bizarre that's horrifying but yeah that's that's insane was a doozy this is not gonna be that exciting guys let's talk about let's talk about poop (laughs) okay so yeah this topic i we've we've dabbled in it but um we want to talk about why vegans poop better yeah we we do poop more um and better apparently let's start can i start off with some like some questions or some like i want to like lay the groundwork sure like build build how many times should i be pooping that's a good question um you want to ask your child who just arose from bed for the fifth time go lay on the couch hold on we were interrupted by our child again we have those um, Wish I had cats. Yeah, right. He's been pooping in the potty. He has for the first time ever last week, and his pants. <laughs> and no, he's been good for a couple of days now. Yeah. Well, anyways. So the parameters: How many times should I be pooping a day? <laughs> Sorry, yes, we were interrupted, but yes. Um, oh, you're asking me? Yeah. Um, well, let's. It's interesting. So I, I found an article by Forks Over Knives, which we've all heard of for vegan, um, a great outlet and uh, documentary. But their article is, do vegans actually poop more? Five things you need to know. Okay. So this is where we're going to talk mostly around this article. But I was digging around. I found a couple other articles. I found a men's health article that said vegan poop or plant-based diets better for bowel movements. The answer is yes. To your question, yeah, the answer is yes. But to your question, this article talked to some doctors about that. And the answer is there really isn't a perfect amount. Of poop? Of poop, yeah. Okay. Like some people could go three times a day. Some people go three times a week. They could both be healthy. Mm. Um, I mean, That's so interesting. When I was pregnant, I had different poop. Okay. I have, I hope you know. Oh, I yeah. But I was like, I could tell that my body was just different when I was pregnant. Oh, I'm sure. My my metabolism was like off the charts. We were pooping for two. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy to think about. But um, yeah, I mean, it should be daily. Daily would Ideally. be good. Some people, it's more than daily, which seems like a hassle to me. I, I don't want to... In the last podcast, or we did about this, you can relive it. Yeah, I said that I I can poop sonnets because you're supposed to poop like that was towards the end. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that chart. You're supposed to poop like it's like an S, right? It's supposed to like no, look like your intestine. Not always. There was a chart that we can we can reference here. No, but it's supposed to be curved. I know that. No. Yeah, what? it is. It's supposed to be curved. Never in my life. Well, it's not supposed to come out hard and be like a stick. And it should be longer, like your intestine is curved, so you want it to be curved. Okay. Back to my original point, I can poop sonnets. All right, well, I can't, because <laughs> I've never had curved poop in my life. Do you poop like a, more of like a, like the music to the sonnets? Just like a bunch of little... Maybe. Little notes? We can look at the Bristol chart. Okay. Well, let's start. Number one. Okay. Vegans poop more. That's good to know. <laughs> Why do we poop more? For the fiber, obviously, right? Well, yeah. An Oxford study from, uh, I don't know when it was, but found they, they looked at 20,000 people, found that vegans poop more than vegetarians who poop more than meat eaters. Okay. Um, which is not surprising, but it's fruits, veggies, whole grains, obviously the fiber. But um, cheese backs you up. up. To 25 to 30 grams of fiber a day um, is what's going to give you a daily poop or two or three. Um, cheese, it's, cheese it depends. Cheese you up or it gives you IBS. Yeah, it's, it affects everyone differently. I mean, if you are lactose intolerant, you're going to have 
either constipation or diarrhea. I think more people get backed up from cheese. Okay, so this was one of the more inappropriate things in the last podcast because I was just really thrown for a loop. I mean, I knew what I knew dairy was like bad on your digestion, and I I didn't know that it could go like both ways though. That was my that was really surprising that it could back you up or cause you to shit yourself. Oh yeah, just that's that was I don't know I didn't know that. I mean, so but more people get backed up. Do people who have IBS when they eat dairy do they shit themselves? I, it's not scientific, but I just know that. And if you're shitting yourself. Hold on. If you're shitting yourself, is it like a controlled thing or is it like, stop, I got to go right now? You know? It's not a controlled thing. So you're... You're not shitting sonnets. You're pissing out your ass. I know, but like, can they like wait till they get home to poop for, you know... Then they wouldn't poop their pants. No, I'm saying that people who people that oh the people just have like uncontrolled yeah no like people who poop have boo let's call it what it is boo what's boo butt urine okay people have boo do they have the ability to control it like other people control their poop like like if you go no so they're just like I gotta go I gotta go right now yeah it's 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 an emergency okay you've never been like sick yes I have but I'm saying the people who have IBS they live with that. Day in, day out. So yeah, is yeah, it yeah. like, do no. you get into some sort of routine with your butt urine? Yeah, no? I mean, yes, some people do. I mean, I know, I've known some people. That got into a routine with the butt Not urine. Not a routine, but they always had to be near a bathroom. And Just forever like, and ever. Could be at any moment in their lives, five minutes away from shitting their pants. I've known a few so people So anal like is just out of the question. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> That's where your mind goes. I mean, clearly, ain't you know, you're five minutes away from a toilet at all times. I don't think anybody's <laughs> trying to, to mess with that. I'd hope not. But yeah, that would be an awful life to live. But on the the, the flip side of that. Camping's the, out of the question. The, well, I mean. Concerts. The, the world is your toilet. Festivals. But there's always a toilet at those. You just got to get used to going in bad places, I guess. Okay. Right? All right. It's just, you know, I'm so... Some people get stressed and they go to the bathroom. They get stressed? They get nervous. And then they can't like If poop? they have a meeting or something. No, the opposite. They have to poop their pants. Oh. James gets... Uh, it's like he has to poop? Yeah, when he gets nervous. Oh. Before, like, uh, he does something new, like yeah. a sport or, you know, ice okay. skating lessons. I or, just, I'm so... I feel bad. I'm so very out. Uh, I'm just so good at pooping in a like natural, normal way that I'm I'm out of the game to like understand. The, I'm jealous. The quirks of it, you know. So I'm not. I'm not a. You're not that far out of the game. Not a boo person, but as a vegan. But you might be writing notes in my sonnet. No, I'm. I'm usually you're all not or a nothing. rabbit poop. I'm a. I'm rabbit poop. Some I'm everything still. Okay. Just more frequent. Well, okay, that's cool. So Anyways, we can get to the next. The next thing is uh, quality, not quantity. Heard that. So more often than how you know your first question was how often, but more important than how often is just like a whole lot of poop. A sense, yeah, and you can tell when you're done. Yeah, you can tell when there's more in there. I know. I feel like that's I've a been, really weird concept. Yeah, a sense of total relief afterward. Welcome by a side effect is usually welcomed by the side effect of eating plant based. Now I go in and out of that. Lately, I've been out of it. I don't know. There's something I'm doing to myself. You're drinking immense amounts of alcohol. I'm pretty sure that's uh, it. No, that's actually uh, something I haven't. I think that would probably have some effect on it. Yeah, but I'm saying like something. You smoked a black and mild the other day. You're on kind of a bender. I'm saying there's something I'm doing differently. <laughs> Well, I would hope the black and mild was different. <laughs> that was different. But, I mean, I drink beer and stuff. Yeah. A lot. Um, but, no. I know, I'm taking the those Prilosec pills yeah. for heartburn. I feel like Maybe every medicine it. can mess with your digestive tract. Oh, I'm tract. sure. I'm sure. Yeah. But, anyways, um, that sense of relief, I guess. You know, is super important. Yeah. So people on the opposite end of the boo IBS are on the end of the constipation where they're, they never quite feel the relief. They never 
they don't have enough vegetables and protein or uh, fiber and mm -hmm. fruit flowing through their body, which we definitely do. I mean, everything you listed that's in your uh, sushi that you made. Yeah. You know, just full of veggies and nutrients and all that stuff. We could kick it up a notch, though. We really could. This thing made me laugh, but uh, the goal is to sit on the toilet for less than three minutes and to have a soft poop that comes out without pushing or straining, says Dr. Sarah Pisricha, a gastroenterologist specializing in gut motility. I don't know oh. what that means, but uh, yeah, I, I three minutes. That. Three minutes. I get, yeah. Never happened. It's like the actual event? Or is it like poop, wait, poop, wait? Uh, it's like, it's, that's more my style. Okay. I'm never just sitting, poop, get up and go. I mean, it, if things are really working well, maybe. But even then, I'd probably still sit there just in case. <laughs> that's gross. When I first went vegan, I feel like that's how it was. Sometimes I think that you're, di you know what you should do is we need to fast. But I think that giving your your digestive tract and your body just like a little jolt of something really helps it like reset. I think we need to like reset every once in a while. I agree with that for sure. And I think becoming a vegan, you probably reaped all those benefits of like your body was like, wait, what? Well, this is crazy. Yeah, it was a huge reset. Yeah. So maybe we should do a little reset. We could do, you know, like in the summertime when we did that diet for two days. You remember that? And I made like cabbage soup. Oh, yeah. I like that. That was like a little that reset. That was a good reset. Yeah, I agree with that. Because your body just gets used to whatever you're doing. Even if it's... It does. Even if it's a healthy, it does. fairly healthy, you know, gets system It gets like a little urine. bored. You know what I've been doing? And um, I this isn't really poop related. Sorry. Um, oh, it's fine. But I... Uh, So in the summer, I read this book um, by this yoga guy. I don't remember his name nor the name of the book, but it was <laughs> Perfect. monumental in my life. And he gave this he gave a lot of information on the fact that we eat too much, but obviously we eat too much. But more so the like that it's really good to be hungry. No, you don't have to look it up. Obviously. I just remember, I feel like um, I remember what it was. But that that feeling of that pang of hunger was not only good physically for your digestive system, but it was good mentally for your kind of like uh, focus. So, and he 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 gave me some ideas that I just I couldn't do. Like he was like, just don't eat like two or three days a week, and I was like, I can't do that. I've never been good at that intermittent. No, you don't intermittent fasting like. That's just not my jam. So what I've done, and I've told you about this the other day, is like, one, let me preface this with I can eat like whenever I want. Like no one, you know, there's no parameters on that, which is really, you know, convenient. But like when I was a teacher, I couldn't. Oh, yeah, there's I had to eat at 6.45 in the morning or I wasn't eating again until like 10 or 11. Like that was, that was like a, you know, had to. But I can eat whenever I want now. So I eat breakfast around like nine. I try to wait till at least nine. But I try to wait till I'm like super hungry. And then I don't eat lunch like at all. And then I eat an early dinner at like four, four thirty, probably four thirty. Usually yeah, don't make lunch, it by early four. Early dinner makes the. I have, it's, there's makes, a long it's easier span. for the lunch not to be there. Yeah. Yeah. But the the point of the not eating the lunch is like this guy was saying is that your body that you should kind of bring your body to like those extremes that like not I'm not getting like giantly full in the morning, but it, it's good. And honestly, I think it has really helped. It's helped like, well, it helps curb how much I'm eating because like most people, I would just overeat. Yeah, just general. less calories, which is really the trick to all of it Any is it just gives body. yeah but it gives me like a set of it gives me something like I can do where I couldn't I can't intermittently fast I would not eat and then I would binge because I was like I'm so freaking hungry and then like I can't eat small meals that's never happened in my like lifetime <laughs> eating like small snacks all the time like 
No. Little ones all day. Yeah. But I can do one meal in the morning. And it's like I don't hold back in the morning on breakfast. Like I eat like a pretty, pretty large breakfast. And I like don't miss breakfast. But I don't miss breakfast because I'm usually like famished by that time. Like I'm ready to eat. And then but skipping lunch really, really helps. I mean, it's a good strategy. I think I was thinking thinking about that in a lot of aspects lately. Like we do have to just tell our bodies. I don't know. We we have to. Would you like retrain your? You have to go into discomfort once in a while. You do, and that discomfort always be full, always be you know comfortable. Like it's okay to be cold when you go outside. It's okay to be. Tired when you're exercising. It's okay getting, to be hungry. It's okay. I mean, yeah, you, should, you should be ex- hydrated all the time. But but getting exposure to that uncomfortable feeling, it helped me learn my actual hunger. Because it was mm-hmm. like, like, come one or two, I get hungry. But it's more so like I'm watching my kids eat food. And I'm just like, like there's a level of boredom or like a level of like, habits where I'm like, I should be eating lunch now and I'm not really hungry. And then yeah, three and yeah, f- said you, you said you have access to it at all times. Yeah. And you're watching your kids eat snacks. That's where. Yeah. That's the, my worst calories are from whatever they're eating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then um, three or four rolls around and it's like real hunger. And I'm like, oh, like I recognize that feeling and it like makes me feel better about um like quenching that, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like I went through most of my life up until, you know, my 30s where I don't think I felt that pang of hunger. I don't think I really felt a pang of hunger. I never put myself in a position (laughs) where I was like actually really hungry. Hmm. Like it was constantly like, it's lunchtime. I'm hungry. Let's eat. You know what I mean? People used to be like, you can't skip a meal. Yeah, you know, that's not good for you, but it was all, in hindsight, it's like maybe you could tone it back a yeah, little bit. Yeah, you shouldn't starve yourself by any means, but it no, is but good to get hungry and then eat and then get hungry and then eat. Yeah, I mean, that's where your body. I don't know. Well, this works for me, and it works for my digestion, and it, you know, all around, I like it. Oh, you got to pick your battles. I mean, is there a child just wailing in the background, or talking, or yelling? I don't know. I mean, I take cold showers. You do. <laughs> that doesn't help your digestion, does it? No, but it's 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 a way of pushing myself out of that comfort zone. A very comfortable zone. Yeah. It's a really I don't know I don't know where that came from or it was a book or something, but I take a lot of people do it. Incredibly hot showers. Yeah, like that's a really comfortable moment mm-hmm. for anyone, I think. Yeah. To um, ruin it with ice cold water. Not willing. <laughs> it just shakes you up a little. Not willing. I don't need <laughs> nope, that's okay. Yeah. All right, let's get back to our list here. Um, yeah, so, whoa, Treat I jumped poop. a little, no, no, Wait. we weren't there yet. Um, you can be plant-based and still constipated. That's, yeah. That's nice. So a plant-based diet, um, lays the foundation for a healthy poop, especially if it includes flax and chia seeds. Oh, who doesn't love chia seeds? I found your secret stash the other day, it's but I keep forgetting stash. about it. They're just in the pantry. They're in... Tupperware. It's not so it marked. Doesn't say chia seeds Just on it. Learn what a chia seed looks like. Well, and I then know now. Go back in the pantry and be like, "Oh, that's a chia seed." That's exactly what happened. Oh. And I was like, "Oh, those are chia seeds." I forgot to put them in the other day, but they're good. Remember the f- you exposed me to the first time you showed me those. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, in like that ch- drink. Chia seeds? Yeah, it was in like a drink, and all I remember is like buying my dad a chia pet for Christmas every year because mm-hmm. it was funny. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Three, you can be plant-based and still constipated. Like, this is what um, gets kind of, like, confusing for a lot of people is they think, like, oh, I'm going to become vegan and it's just a cure-all and I'm good. And it's not. Like, the reason why vegans are pooping more and healthier in digestion is because there's more plant... Because we don't have... We took out, like, a whole you know, amount of food that normal people like eat, you know, like we took two big things out of our diet. We took meat and we took dairy out of our diet. Yeah. Some of your body, it's probably been used to your whole life. Unless you're, but you, you have to fill that. So we just, we just by default eat more fruits and vegetables, which is going to help you poop. It's just, so like 
you could be eating meat and dairy, and if you're eating the right amount of fruits and vegetables, you know, you're probably yeah. going to have a good digestion as well. But it's easy, and this isn't in here, but it's easy to be an unhealthy vegan. Oh, totally. If you're eating, it's, easier, feel, it's easier, easier than ever. I lately. almost feel bad because it used to be, I've talked about this a lot, but it used to be like you went out and you had zero options. So you had to. Uh, eat healthy. There was only like a salad on the menu. Yeah. And now there's every there's cauliflower wings, wings everywhere. French fries and and uh, what does this mean? Um, obviously, regular exercise and water is good mm-hmm. um, with the fiber. Um, yoga, blah blah blah. Um, Don't get me on my what twists. What is pelvic floor dysfunction? Um. Have you heard of this? Well, your pelvic floor is like the holes. And if you're having pelvic floor dysfunction, it means that... Muscles are supposed to relax during pooping actually tighten up. The fixed pelvic floor physical therapy. Where are you reading that from? You're supposed to relax during poop, actually tighten up. It's it's, it's like a yoga thing. Pelvic... Wait, what? There's people This is me. Where muscles are supposed to relax during pooping actually tighten up. Well, okay. This is me. I need pelvic floor. This sounds disgusting, though. No. That's like (laughs) in the same realm as like kegels and stuff. No, palpos would probably be good. So, you know when you drink coffee and people think that's like a diuretic? That it's not necessarily a diuretic. It just relaxes a muscle in your pelvic floor that allows you... Have I talked about the two sphincters? No. Yes, I have. It was like a big moment in my life when I found out I had two buttholes. Uh, you have two buttholes. Beep, 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 beep. Breaking yeah. news. You, so Lisa has. You do. You have not talked about me. Yes, I have. So you have or your, on the show. You have your outside butthole. And then like, I don't know how, like maybe like an inch or so inside. I, would, I don't remember a lot, but I would remember this. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you. Maybe an inch or so inside. You have another butthole and how your digestion works. You know, it's like a process and how your digestion works is that your body tells that that first butthole from the inside, like, hey, man, I'm ready to poop. And, you know, then that like it one runs it through a gate. Yes. To the next and then gate. that one signals the next one is like, are you ready? And then, you know, that's that's where you know, like you can physically clench your butthole. Yeah. But it's like that's. That's you physically doing it, but like on the inside, you're like, I'm ready. So you can be stuck between two gates? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Two buttholes. Two sphincters. Is Episode what they call 101 it. will be about the two sphincters. D- two buttholes. But, anyways, my <laughs> or point. Or everyone's apparently. My point is, is that if you can't like calm down and relax those muscles, then yeah, you're not going to poop. I think that's what it is for me. It's. Right. Yeah, you're you're that's so sad because think about it like so much your digestion's done by that point. You yeah, know? it's ready. And then like it's you you ate your fiber. You did what your due diligence on your chia seeds and your flax seeds. and You did everything you're supposed to do. You drank enough water. But if you can't relax those muscles to let the poop out. Hmm. You're you're literally shit out of luck for some reason. Shopping makes me poop. That's I don't even. And I thought I was the have, only one. Yeah, my friend Margo then, had yeah, it. Yeah, you had a friend who I met once. It was the only other person, and she said it before I did. And I was like, "You guys were like, are we soulmates?" Yeah, like, huh? But yeah, if I go like into a Home Depot or or even like a, <laughs> even online shopping. Like something, I guess, makes me, and I'm not Is a it shopper. Excited or I'm not excited about shopping, but I do get excited about like researching things and products. Do you poop when you have to research things? Or yeah, no? yeah, it makes me like I have. It to poop. relaxes you. But something Jenny? I'm excited about, like if I'm looking, if we need like a new fire pit, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I get to go research a fire yeah. pit and get like the best one. That's, yeah, so that's, that's so that's relaxing. Weird. That me. has that to be some sort of mental. Yeah, I bet it's relaxing you. Cause like I get excited about designing stuff. Getting relaxed just talking about this. That is, you're like I gotta poop right now. <laughs> but I get excited about designing stuff, and it doesn't make me poop. But it's how I fall asleep every single night. Like mm. every single night, I go to bed redecorating or decorating like something I'm working on. 
And that's mm. like how I drift off to sleep. I'm going to think about shopping tonight. Well, you should do some yoga. I don't want to go into my whole plow pose. Yeah, I haven't done yoga thing. in a while. Oh, God. It's the best, Jimmy. I know. I used to do it a lot. Yeah, okay. I'm a, a working man. Just kidding. Oh I, have to, I have to teach in an actual classroom now that mm-hmm. the COVID's not as bad anymore, apparently. It's it's over. But um, not yoga. Not in China, though. Holy cow. I don't want to. You want to talk about that? that? All right. <laughs> I don't want to be like shut down. You know, China runs everything. Yeah, oh, that's true. We don't have a lot of Chinese listeners last time I checked. I don't think we make it over there. Probably not. Um, regardless, yoga, I don't know if we're giving out tips now, but yoga is definitely going to help with digestion. Like twists and stuff. It's literally like you're taking your your body on the inside and like twisting, like wringing out a towel, you know? Yeah. Like you're just, it, that's a reset. I'm always looking to reset. So there's certain poses that I do, especially plow pose. That I can feel like I can I can feel like my like stuff happening, not digestion, but I can tell like my body's like, what is this? I'm awake. What do you want? And like when I come out of the pose, they're like, cool. Thanks for waking me up. You know what I mean? That's why you always fart when you do yoga. I don't fart. I know. I'm just kidding. When I when I'm doing it, it's like, honey, I'm just (laughs) just working on my pelvic floor. That sounds terrible. But no, you've told me that, though, that I actually there's like whole videos I've Googled, like just like yoga, 10 minutes. And it's like yoga for digestion. Yeah. You know, and there's moves you can do to wringing out the towel. That's interesting. It's uh, a good one. Way to think about it. Mm-hmm. But I guess that works. Yeah. Just literally squeeze it out. No, I well, Yeah. This with your exactly torso. Saying, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's only so many twists you can do where it's like, where's your poop going to go? You know? Well, apparently there's a Bristol chart, which is the stool chart that should be in any gastroenterologist office. Um, this is where things really you guys, went south the last podcast. Yeah, you can't see this, but we can describe it. I'll um, describe it. This is okay. This is a chart that I could like sing it. You know, that uh, type one is rabbit poop. Tells you like where you should be. Okay. Um, but there's how many types? Seven, 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 types. but let's say you're supposed to be type four. You should be, well, you should get to know up to type four. Um, that's your shooting star is, is four star performed like a long, bulky, soft sausage or snake smooth without lumps. Yeah. 60% of your stool's weight comes from gut bacteria of the microbiome. Yeah. Did you know that? No. Why is poop so disgusting? So it's food. Uh, Because it smells? Yeah. But it's, so it's, it's leftover food, nutrients really, that your body didn't absorb. And it's a lot of like shed. Your body didn't want, right? Yeah. But it's like shed um, gut bacteria. Like the actual, it's a, it's like you just said, it's mostly that. Why is that gross? I wish the body just took everything. But it doesn't. Sometimes when I was breastfeeding our children, like they would, they wouldn't poop for like a really long time because it, they just absorbed it all. Needed it all. That's, that's how we should be. I don't think that's possible. It'd be great. Um, no, you, I love pooping. What are you talking about? It like releases endorphins. Yeah. It's, it's an inconvenience for me a lot of times. I guess. All right, let's go through this Bristol chart. So type one, separate hard lumps like nuts. Hard to pass. Picture deer poop. Like deer poop, rabbit poop. You got one and you thought you, you know, you were working on it for a while and then you turn around and it's just a letdown. It was like, <laughs> a couple, it was couple like, sinker pellets. Are you sure? You're like, did it go through and down already? Because I know it was bigger than that. You think deer unhealthy or <laughs> just kidding? No. Well, they're not supposed I mean, to they, leave logs. They mostly eat just like nuts, right? Berries. I guess. Anyways, type two, sausage shaped but lumpy. <laughs> um, this is just deer poop, like in mush, a like a log. Together. I don't know why we're really going through all this, but it's, it's disgusting. Uh, yeah, um, you zoomed in. These are very <laughs> realistic pictures. Type three is like a sausage. It's like corn on the cob to me. 
That looks like a pine cone. Oh, like too. a sausage, both cracks on a surface. To be honest, listen, we've all had type one and type two. I don't think I've ever had type three. I don't think I've ever like sausage, but with cracks on its surface. I'd say three is more common for me. That's if I had to say my most common. Type four looks like a banana peel. It is not. not. I don't think that's really a good drawing. Like type four, like a sausage or snake, smooth and soft. Hmm. And that's that's the type of poop you want. That's what they say, the gold star. That's the gold star. So if you got, you know, like a snake, smooth and soft, that's it. Seems now, now we start slipping down to the wrong <laughs> end of the spectrum. <laughs> to diarrhea. Type five, soft blobs with clear cut edges. Wait, I, yeah, I can't read that. It's too it. small. Sometimes clear, easily passed. Yeah. And then What's six. What's the type five? I've never. Yeah, oh, I don't right. know what type five is. Type six, fluffy pieces with ragged edges, a mushy stool. Yeah. That's mud. you. Yeah, no, you mud. Mm-hmm. And then type seven, watery, no solid pieces, entire liquid. That's just boo. Yeah, that's pissing out your ass. Yeah, that's gross. What about like floating? Didn't they used to tell us in like, Health class that, like, if your poop floated, it had more fiber in it? No, I thought it, it was sinks. if your poop floated, it was a high fat content in the poop. Uh, I don't know. You should look that up. That'd actually yeah. be, that's, well. <laughs> should poop float or sink? Well. Yeah. I, always thought, I always thought it was supposed to float for fiber. What does that mean? If you're eating a lot of fiber, didn't your body absorb the fiber? I guess it should have. Floating stools are often an indication of high fat content. There you so go. Like which can be a sign of married to a genius. I know, I know. You're the you're the backbone of this whole operation. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, which can be a sign of malabsorption, a condition in which you can't absorb enough fat. And other nutrients from the food. So it doesn't really matter. Well, unless you're not absorbing. Like, I'm sure most people are absorbing their fat. Like, I bet it's just if you got a fatty one, then if you got a floater, you're just, that might be like, mm. not like the norm, you know? Like. Well, poop's gross. I, you know, it is and <laughs> it isn't. It doesn't really bother me. Uh, last thing says I don't talk about it though. You shouldn't. Um, but I do it. You know, I actually do poop. It happens. Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. It happens. Too. We all do, but we've talked about this before many times. Like going into veganism, um, pooping is what kept me a vegan because mm-hmm. I had such a bad. Yeah. Why do you get to talk God. about pooping so much and I don't? I don't usually talk about it. You talk about it all the time. You're always really? like. I'm going to go to the office now. Well, I have to tell <laughs> you. I have to, I have to let you know that I need to be uninterrupted like, for a while. Don't go in there. Like, feel great. Yeah. <laughs> Click my heels. You always leave the whole seat open, though, and I'm like, you need to shut. That portal should be shut. You know? I never leave it open. You always leave it open. You leave everything open. That, you know. You like the top lid? Yeah, like... Imagine those little poops were little little ghosts that the Ghostbusters caught. You need to shut the porthole or they'll get released out again. I flush it. Yeah, no, I know. You need to do more than that. Okay. Well, unfortunately, most of my evacuations don't get to happen at home. Oh, oh right. That was... Don't poop on guys. This last just, podcast was really like we'll like release maybe like put like a a little excerpt at the end of this. We'll put them both out at the same time. Put like an excerpt or something. That'd be fun. You can vote. But uh, but Jimmy was complaining about how his poop was or how his poop how his school was the bathrooms are like disgusting. Right? They're just they bad. No windows, both of them, and they're no toilet paper. It's rare. Yeah. You usually have to bring your own in there. Um, I'm a public school teacher. Um, they built 100 years ago. Yeah, but they're just not upcapped. They're not. It's it's not it's not that. It's that something about teachers, at least where I work. Um, disgusting. Yeah. They're incredibly overweight, horrifying people. 
<laughs> at least the men that I work with. And, there's like uh, one man that I know that you're talking about. Oh, there's like five. But they just go in there and they just destroy the bathroom. They have unhealthy poop. Mm-hmm. They have those, uh, that boo, I guess you could say. No, I mean, I don't even need to get into it. There's like but whole they like battleship. They destroy a bathroom that doesn't have windows that's covered in cement and marble. Like mm-hmm. there's nowhere for it to go and it just sits in there all day. You know what? That's funny because I was listening to another podcast and they said that um, that like granite, that it absorbed a lot of, that it held onto like a lot of feelings. What? Like you remember that podcast about Kelly's Island? And yeah. it, it absorbed, like, like granite like absorbed energies. Yeah. You know? Like, so that's uh, probably like what supernatural energy. Yeah. Like it was like it this could marble tell marble is just like holding. Yeah, it could tell bad of, things happen. So that bathroom's just cursed by now. Wow. With like a hundred year of shits. Could and you imagine? They're marble walls that are a hundred years old. So they those marble walls, they're just they want to they're they're dying. There's ten million poops happened in there. That's crazy. I've been there 15 years. I pooped in there. Yeah. A thousand times. You're like, I've pooped in there at least 20 times. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess the point we're making is I don't like to go to the bathroom. So I've often, uh, I think, ruined my digestive system by holding holding it in. Well, you can't hold it. Yeah. This isn't even vegan, but I know you can't hold it. Use it or lose it. And I've definitely lost it because I don't want to use it sometimes. It's the train. It's the train tracks. You're, you're, you gotta take, you gotta get off the train or get on the train. I don't really know how that can't stop that the train. analogy goes. If you do stop it, it's hard to get it started again. Yeah, it'll just get harder. Well, it's not, it's not, uh, your poop has only so much, um, moisture in it. And the moisture helps you get it through. That's mm. why you need to stay very hydrated. And that's why eating fruits and vegetables really help you. Because they're so full of soluble, they're so soluble, there's so much water in them. That's like one of the reasons why it's going to help you poop. But if you don't poop when you have to poop, then that moisture in your poop gets leached out. That's why it gets tougher, it gets harder. And then it also gets smellier because it's just like more, it's more like a condensed thing. Interesting. Yeah, it's. Well, it's getting me in shape because there's a. Pooping? There's a Planet Fitness, my terrible bathrooms down the street from mm-hmm. where I work. Mm-hmm. So I got a membership there. It's ten bucks a month, and I was like, "That's two dollars and fifty cents a week to poop there." And they they have nice, clean, well ventilated mm-hmm. toilets that no one uses. So I was like, "I'll just drive across the street from work." So now I just go there and I I also exercise. Well, that's good for you. Yeah. Do you exercise every day? Every day I go to work. Yeah. You haven't noticed, but it's cool. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Do you know how oftentimes I exercise? Every day? Mm-hmm. I notice. Hmm. Well, I have a banging body. Who wouldn't? I know. You know? It's, it's out there, you know? <laughs> I'm just She's kidding. in a bikini right now. I am not. No, I'm so glad it's like wintertime. I've been overeating so much. <laughs> My dinners are too good, and I don't. That's why I cannot do the lunches, because I overeat every dinner. Yeah. They were, they're too good. They are. Yeah, sorry. I'm just, I just eat in the morning. Well, but that's why vegans poop more, I guess. Because we, we have just, more fiber and yeah. roughage. So we can put this podcast out? Yeah, it was pretty PG. I yeah. think you should put it out with like a caveat of like, we're going to play a little excerpt from our last one. Just do the just, the pooping on West or the plow pose. <laughs> like put it on your Instagram. Just email Lisa Beats Your Meat at Gmail and I'll just send you the previous one. No. It's, it's like R rated. It is R rated. But I think we've, I think that's that's our style. Too much. It was pretty bad. Too much. But um, this was fun. What's our next podcast going to be about? Uh, I got ideas. Uh, one of them was, oh, I wrote it down. I don't know it. Super cool. Yeah. Good, good teaser. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. Oh, well, Thanksgiving's coming up. Yeah, it'll be before that. So though. we'll have to do... We'll do a turkey one again. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do... Like the life of a turkey or something. Yeah. I want to do one... Uh, there's real depressing. I like the articles that come out that are like, oh, vegans are 
like some kind of negative thing about vegans, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of negative. There's things tons of us. those. And that, that's, I, I saw a couple of those recently. So I've been taking some notes and uh, we're ready. We're that's ready. Good. Um, can I tell you that peregrine falcons are the fastest animal in the world? Did I tell you fastest that? Fastest air animal. It's the fastest thing in the world. Yeah. They're running on it's the, the ground, fastest though. Thing. Cheetah would beat them. Well, they have wings. Yeah. So, like, a fish, we wouldn't ask, like, how fast can a fish run, you know? That's true. But they, I don't want to get into this. Is this an argument? What? <laughs> but <laughs> they reach that speed free-falling, like plummet, like a diving, which is Apparently, they can go over 200 miles an hour diving. That's the fastest thing. Insane. Are they not going that fast? They are, yes. So then how is that? I'm just saying they're not using their body. They're using gravity. And uh, how should they be? How should they be judged? Like propulsion. Like a cheetah is using its muscles and its body to run. You're it's not such like, a chauvinist. Like if a cheetah just... <laughs> If a cheetah had, like, jumped off the Empire State Building and, like, got into a really tight position, it'd go really fast. Probably faster than it can run. That's not what its body's meant to do, though. I know. I mean, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. When they free fall, do they just... Is that it? Or no, it's do they, controlled. they come it's back controlled, up? yeah. And it's, yeah, so it's to get its price, so if it's it, controlled. If it's controlled... Are they using their bodies to go that speed? Yes, it's on purpose. Over 200 miles an hour. It's insane. Yeah, I just think that you're, what's that called? Like, um, when someone, like, stomps your De plans. Devil's advocate? No, it's not devil's It's much worse than that. Shit on your parade? No, Rain on your yeah, parade? Naysayer? No. I just, you told me that, and I Googled it, and I found, like, all these really funny of arguments course, about of it. Of course you Googled it. That's yeah, it another. was impressive. It was impressive thing you said. I didn't know, so I had to learn about it. And then it. you Googled it and told me the opposite. Well, that's what that's what came up. You're like, I was like, what's the fastest animal? And it came up, hawk, and cheetah, like tons of articles. And I was like, okay, that's really interesting. Like, what would happen if you didn't have your computer or your phone? Uh, like, you'd be nowhere. I'd be like, I thought cheetahs were fastest animals ever. You'd be then, a caveman. Yeah. You're just a Neanderthal at the end of the day. But all men are. I don't even like blame you. It's just like that's who you are. Why? Just it's just not defending the cheetahs. I don't really have you not are. invested in cheetahs. You're I completely defending the cheetahs. I always thought them as the fastest animal, but they're the fastest land animal, I've learned. So you taught me something today. And you're a woman. You and I'm a wait, man. So are a you taught thing. me? Hold on. I taught you. To reaffirm your belief in that cheetahs are the fastest things. That's what you just said. That's what you just said. You taught me that cheetahs they're are the fastest, the fastest thing. I thought they were. You just and said. Not. You just said. You taught me that cheetahs are the fastest land animal. No, you taught me that cheetahs are ah, not the replay. fastest. No, they're not the fastest. They are the fastest land animal. Yes. You taught me they're but not animal the fastest in animal. general, they're not. But you just I said didn't know that. you just mentioned land animal. Just you put you put caveats on the title. You're like, yeah, that's cool. They're the cool. They're like you put a caveat <laughs> on it. I didn't know that they weren't the fastest animal until today. Mm -hmm. I learned that they are the and fastest. And then you had to Google it. I learned they're the fastest land animal. Why aren't you teaching your animal. students? Why aren't you like engaged? In your, why are you looking up tidbits that I send you? All my students know the cheetahs are not the fastest animal now. Oh, well. At least the afternoon ones. <laughs> that's insane. Well, that should be the topic of the show. Okay. Could have made it way shorter. So good stuff. We're back. 100, 100 episodes. Yeah. I'd also like to point out that there are more flying squirrels in the United States than gray squirrels, but flying squirrels just are faster and they hide. Could you imagine, though? There's so many squirrels. I've never seen a flying squirrel. You apparently have because there are more in this state than there are of the gray squirrels. In Ohio? Yeah. That's... They're the and ones they that, like, they look like they have, like, yeah. a, like wings. Their and they tail is, like... 
It's like a feather. It's like super flat. They don't actually fly. They float. They glide. Right? Yeah, they glide. They yeah, yeah. glide. And we right. we have those. We they have glide so we fast. We have more of those than regular squirrels. That's bizarre. Mind-boggling, right? I and have to look this up. black vultures are super super affectionate. Wow. This one it was so cute. I really want to get a vulture. Okay. It's adorable. Are you gonna feed it? Just dead egg. rodents and stuff. <laughs> I think it could probably fend for itself. Beyond rodents. Good one. You got more? I'm done. <laughs> All right. We'll be back soon. Yeah. All right. Good night. See ya. Thank you.